welcome to Local St. Charles. This podcast is done in conjunction with the Greater St. Charles County Chamber of Commerce and focuses on local businesses, their successes, their stories, and their challenges. The Local St. Charles podcast is produced by Changescape Web. Hello, everybody. I'm Ken Tucker with Changescape Web. Today, I am joined by Amber Brady and Misty Culp of Athletico Physical Therapy. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Yeah. I'm excited to talk to you guys. Now, you guys have multiple locations across the area, but but two in St. Charles. Yeah. Um, Ken, we've got seven locations in the St. Charles County. Oh, really? Um, We just are at two of these. I'm at the St. Peter's location and Amber's at the St. Charles location. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Nice. So tell me a little bit about uh, Athletico Physical Therapy and how did you guys decide to join and what do you guys really help your patients out with? Athletico is a physical therapy company. And one of the things we do best here at Athletico is really try to treat the patient specifically for the deficits that they have to obtain the goals that they want, return to the activities that they want to do. It's not a cookie cutter approach. We do what works for the patient and what really gets them back to functioning the way that they want. The reason Misty and I joined the chamber, we talk a lot about wanting to be able to give back to our community and to find different ways to do that. And we found that Athletico gives us the opportunity to be a little bit more free with the things that we want to do in our own specific communities. And we found that this was the best way to get plugged in to the St. Charles area to be able to communicate with different businesses and to provide provide the support that we wanted to provide to our areas. Nice. Have you guys been involved with the Santa Run at all? (laughs) Actually, um, Amber and I participated in that this last uh, December and we had a great time. Yeah. Yeah. We were, we were course marshals this year. Oh, really? Okay. (laughs) Yeah. You recognize us? (laughs) This way. (laughs) Definitely. So do you guys have any specialties? I know, Amber, you talked about um, the fact that you, you work kind of analyze and and understand each patient's specific needs, but there probably are maybe some specializations you guys do. I'm going to butt in. I'm going to butt in just real quick because one of the specialties is hand therapy, and I'm actually a hand therapist, Um, and it's especially, it's kind of a combination of OT, occupational therapy, and physical therapy together, um, working on the upper extremity. Many of the hand therapists that are with Athletico are certified hand therapists, and it's just an extra specialty. It's an extra certification. Um, the hand and arm is very complicated, so it's nice to have that as a uh, backup as your therapist being a specialist in that area. Yeah. Uh, I'm just giving a plug, like I said, because I'm an mm-hmm. occupational therapist, hand therapist, yeah. <laughs> but I, I do well, it. I just wonder, as people have shifted from working you know, in an office environment where maybe or maybe not, it was more ergonomically correct mm-hmm. to going to a home office where using a laptop on a kitchen table or something like that. Have you seen any increase? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Lots of people are doing their uh, their iPad or their computers at home on their lap on the couch. And that just doesn't cut it with some of the repetitive stuff that they're doing and their neck strains and their back strains and, and so forth. And hand therapy is a very important part of the clinic that Misty works at and an important specialty that Athletico offers. We also offer specialties in work conditioning for people that may have been injured on the job. We do uh, spine specialties, hand therapy, which Misty mentioned, vestibular and concussion therapy, blood flow. 
So concussion therapy and vestibular therapy is therapy that kind of helps with balance, dizziness, concussion. The vestibular therapists have special training in the vestibular system. Hmm. A lot of people will recognize it as vertigo, but it really runs a very large range to cover concussion, dizziness, those sorts of things. Okay. And, and to work on that, you're basically also helping your older population for falling. It's a preventative thing. You might be able to teach somebody some balance exercises to keep them from falling. That's fascinating. I have gone to physical therapy several times in my life. <laughs> I dislocated my left shoulder twice. I get it trained to work properly for a while, and then I fall back into my bad habits, so I have to go back eventually. In those instances, Ken, we do offer free assessments at each of our locations. Okay. One of the benefits of a free assessment is that you get some time with your therapist as kind of a consultation. And you can say, hey, you know, I've had this going on with my shoulder. I keep falling back into bad habits. You know, is this something I need more therapy for? The therapist can take a look at it and send you in the right direction. Maybe you just need to return to your home program, or maybe it's a situation in which you need to follow up with your doctor. But those assessments are free, and we do offer them at all locations. So maybe we'll have a chance to see you at St. Peter's or St. Charles (laughs) to help out that shoulder. I don't know if you have that much time. (laughs) (laughs) We would make that time for you. I have to say... This has nothing to do with what you were talking about, Misty, and I don't want to have it, have this come across the wrong way, but when you talk about hand therapy, I just can't help but think about George Costanza in, from Seinfeld being the hand model. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it just made me, made me laugh when you first mentioned that. So. Yeah. So you talked about the free assessments. How do people sign up for that? Do they call? Do they, uh, they probably just don't come in right now, do they? We would prefer a a call to make an appointment so we can make sure that there's a therapist there and so forth. You can drop by, but we may be able to see you at that time. We may not be able to see you and just go ahead and schedule an appointment for you. It's about Uh a 30-minute session, and it's very helpful for a lot of people. A lot of times it's just, here's a couple of exercises or here's a couple of stretches. Maybe that will help you, or you know what? You need to go see a doctor kind of thing. How much of your work is done from like injuries on the job or just the stress of everyday wear or even like, um, you know, athletic related. I assume you do all of those. We do. And generally it fluctuates a lot. Sometimes we see trends in the market for certain types of injuries when it's cold or there's a lot of snow. We see, of course, more fall injuries and those can be anything that can be a twisted ankle. It can be a hand or a wrist sprain or a fracture from falling on your wrist or hurting your back. We also see those across the board with work injuries as well. When it's cold, people are falling on the job. Kind of runs the gamut between we'll do anything and everything. And a lot of people will sometimes think that we're more athletic driven, but we're not. It's it's about getting the patient back to the function and the activities that they want to do. And maybe your activity is walking your dog or maybe your activity is decorating your house. Maybe it's doing crafts, whatever that is. We want you to be able to do that without pain and without limitation. Yeah, absolutely. I've always benefited tremendously from going to physical therapy, and I highly recommend it. Does somebody need to be referred from like their general practitioner or? Yes. Yeah. In the state of Missouri, we do need a referral from a physician for a patient to be seen. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, You do have to go to either your primary care or or an orthopedic and get a um, script to be seen. Okay. 
And we can help with that with the free assessments as well, kind of help streamline that process because patients a lot of times don't know where to go. Do they need to see an orthopedist? Do they need to see their primary care? But that way we can help them point them in the right direction so they don't feel like they're spinning their wheels as much. In the state of Illinois and some other markets, we have direct access where you can walk in and be seen without a physician's prescription. But here in the state of Missouri, we still do need those. But you don't need a prescription to get the free assessment. Those are free. And if with the right uh, situation, we can do that in the clinic. That's nice to know. I had no idea that Missouri had that requirement in place. Interesting. So have you seen any increase in injuries as a result of a lot of the gyms have been shut down. A lot of people are going stir crazy. It's not so much now as, as when this first started, but maybe even more so now because it's been going on for almost a year. And a lot of people, I think, have adopted an at-home exercise routine. Have you seen any increase in any particular injuries related to that? Again, we talked a little bit about the work from home. Anything you want to elaborate on? I say yes and no. Sometimes it's hard to really gauge if we have an influx in that. Um, generally in the spring, on my side of things, I see more, I've started running injuries. Definitely have seen the, I'm starting an exercise program injury, or I'm returning to my program because I have more time being stuck at home and I'm noticing these things. Mm -hmm. And then as Misty alluded to before, some of the postural stuff, some of the changes in the mechanics that people are doing working at home more. I have seen a few more of those, carpal tunnel, tennis elbow, golfer's elbow, and then next stuff, postural stuff due to what I would consider changes in the work environment, like you mentioned. Yeah. And, uh, what I'm seeing too, as far as hands, I mean, they may be taking up crocheting or they're, I've got a gal now who's working on hook rugs. She was just working, working, working because she had, was bored and had anything else to do. And subsequently now she has repetitive strain syndrome. So we're, we're seeing her for that. So I've seen a little bit of that through this COVID. Speaking of COVID, how has that impacted your business and your locations? I assume you're still seeing patients on a regular basis, but have you had to limit like the number of people that can come in concurrently or, or make any modifications there? Early in the pandemic, we did see a drop in patients. Of course, there was a lot of fear at the beginning. And we have made, I, I would like to say consistently, I know across the board in the region and the people that I converse with regularly, we have stepped up our cleaning practices, but we've always been a very clean company to begin with. We've always really focused on making sure our environment is safe for our patients. So while we have stepped it up a little bit, we've always cleaned all of the equipment, cleaned the tables, cleaned the surface areas, made sure that things are ready to be shared amongst patients. And with the pandemic, we're not required to keep people at the six feet distance because we're considered a medical facility, but we do work really, really hard to keep people as far away as possible. We try to limit the schedule in a way that it is conducive to providing appropriate space. So patients are comfort. We're able to provide cleaning appropriately. And we do all wear the protective equipment. We've always been hand washers as well, to my knowledge, everybody that I work with. 
We clean our hands appropriately. We wear the masks. We re require patients to wear their masks and require patients to also keep their hands clean. The temperature, we also take temperatures uh, right when the person comes in the door. So that is helpful. We also um, offer telehealth visits. So if there's a person who does unfortunately end up with COVID and needs to stay home or somebody's on quarantine or somebody is just scared, they don't want to come in until this kind of resolves itself. We do have telehealth medicine, which is basically you have your appointment with the therapist on your computer through a Zoom kind of meeting. And I've done a few of them and they, they've gone really, really well, surprisingly. The patient typically has to be a go-getter, you know, wants to do it and wants to um, make sure that they're doing it right. So it's good to be able to show them a, a, an exercise and then have them repeat it. You don't always have to have hands-on. I mean, that's preferable to have hands-on. Um, right. Just get to know your patient and get to, to know what you're working on, um, specifically if there's tight muscles or, or so forth. But that's an option and it's a good one because we've had a few. I'm sure Amber's yeah. had a few. Yeah, that's really interesting. I think telemedicine is going to continue to explode. I mean, I don't want to make any political statements here, but the reality is a lot of our clinics and, and hospitals in rural America, especially, have started to really struggle and, and disappear. So I think there's always been a need for that. But now with the pandemic, it's kind of accelerated it. And I think it, it, it's worked really well from most of the people that I've heard from. So I think it's it's an interesting trend. As somebody who's gone through physical therapy myself before, I really would not have thought much about a telemedicine type of an approach. So that's that's a really good idea. We have it as a resource if we need it. As Misty says, it's best that we're able to get our hands on the tissues so we know what we're working with. There's a lot to be said about that. But in a pinch, if it's necessary, we want to make sure, number one, the patient is safe and most comfortable. So if the telehealth is the, is the route they need, then we'll take that route. Yeah. I would imagine that it's still a lot better. Like if you're watching somebody's gait, they have like leg or ankle problems to still just see that in person. But, yeah. but again, it ultimately comes down to comfort level and safety, I think. So True. yeah, True. cool. All right. So we've talked about some of the issues that you've dealt with in terms of the pandemic. What else is going on with your business? Is there anything exciting that you guys are doing these days or programs that you're going to be rolling out? Uh, you know, we're getting into spring where a lot of people, maybe athletic programs are going to be kicking up. And is there anything you guys do with that? Yeah, actually, um, a couple of new things are coming down the pipe as um, home health. We're starting to look into some home health visits. And that's basically where a therapist goes into the home and does the evaluation. We're getting a lot of like post-op knees, post-op hips. Those are the type of people we would get for that at this point, just because they are supposed to get some home health before they, they transfer to the outpatient. We like that because it's a continuum of therapy of, of us, basically, at, uh, in our company. So they start with an outpatient, or a, I'm sorry, a home health therapist, and then they transfer back into the outpatient facility. And then we know all about that person because we've been working with that person all along. So that's a new thing that's starting up. We've got several facilities with some um, therapists that are doing that currently. Mm -hmm. So we can't discount the specialty programs as they move into the spring. I know Misty's got an overhead throwing program. Mm -hmm. Some of our clinics have ACL programs, which is in the knee. And we also have athletic trainers in a lot of in a handful of the schools in the St. Charles area, which also provides a nice continuum of care for those student athletes that may get injured on the field. We work one on one with our trainers to 
ensure communication. Our trainers will talk with our docs. So, you know, we always think about, everybody thinks a lot about football, but there's also the spring sports as well, the throwing, the track and field, those injuries. So that's something we look forward to in the spring is making sure we're taking care of our athletes as well. And then again, like Misty said, the home therapy is just, it's really taken off. It's really provided a nice base, I would say, for us to provide that comprehensive care before coming into outpatient. And knowing the home therapist that's working with the patient at home has really helped the transition for the patient and for us clinicians in clinic to provide really good comprehensive care without a hiccup in the middle. That's nice. So tell everybody where you guys are located. I believe this is in the Deerberg Shopping Center. Yeah. Yeah. Med 70 and Zumbel. We're in the Deerberg Shopping Center. We're kind of halfway between Deerberg's and on the other end is the Panera Bread Company. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been here about nine, I think, 10 years is how long the clinic's here. People don't notice us until they have to use us. But mm-hmm. then once you do, you know exactly where we are at all times. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, the St. Peter's location is... Uh, we're at Spencer in Mexico. We've got McDonald's that's close by. We've got two gas stations there. It's just a uh, little shopping center, and it, it is very—it's kind of hidden in a sense if you not know, if you don't go down to Spencer. But we have a very community-based clientele. A lot of people live close by, and we've been there 21 years. Oh wow! And um, right, that's why people like I drive by this all the time and don't see it. But like Amber said, you don't notice it until you need it. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. How long have you guys been in the chamber? Oh, gosh, since July, I think, of this uh, last year. Yeah. Yeah. So not not too long. What can the community do to help you guys out? Or are there any things that you guys are doing that we haven't really talked about where you're giving back additionally to the community? I think just the community just knowing about us, knowing about our free assessments, knowing that we're a quality care facility, that um, our clinicians are very well trained. They're experts in their field, and I just think it's a great place to come. I think people feel comfortable in our facilities. They're welcomed with, our, you know, our front office people by their first names. It's very welcoming because a lot of times it's a scary experience. And so when you've got somebody just right there saying, hey, it's, it's going to be okay, it is good. I think it's important for me that people not hesitate to ask questions. If we don't know, you don't know what you don't know, and so you don't know that you don't know it, right? Exactly. But, you know, if you have any questions, ask. We're open to questions. The education of physical therapy in general is important. People don't know what it is. They don't know what it's about. and They don't know what it means. So, you know, ask us. Drop Miss or I a, an email. Drop us a line. The athletico.com website has a ton of resources on it. You can find just about anything you need to know, and you can probably connect with a live person at some way, shape, or form getting through that website. If people want to hear about us or see what's going on, we're on the Googles, and we have Google reviews, and people love to read Google reviews. The funnier, the better, I'm sure, but the reviews tell a lot about how satisfied people are with their places, so on and so forth. Yeah, I actually wrote a book on reputation management, so... Yeah, I'm glad you plugged that because it's uh, right, now, right now for small businesses, it is uh, yeah. an important thing. A- any business, really, but yeah. especially if you're a local business, Google reviews are still the king. But you need to have reviews on other sites as well. People trust reviews as much as they trust recommendations from friends yeah. and family, believe it or not. And the key thing is for folks out there, you need to make sure you ask for reviews because if you don't actively ask, 
they naturally skew to the negative. So yeah. really take ownership of that. And I had a chance to check out one of your locations. I think you had like 136 five-star reviews or something like that. That's, that's, awesome. that's fantastic. So I get on a soapbox about some things, but Google reviews are important. Reviews in general, like you said, they're important to me. So I leave reviews, I read reviews, and I think that it's important that the people don't take my word for it, but they take everybody else's word for it. Absolutely. Well, thanks so much for your time. I really enjoyed talking with you guys. It's fascinating to me. My sister started out her medical career as a physical therapist before she became a nurse. And so it's been something that I've known about for a long time. I can't stress this enough. There are so many ways that you can address pain and getting rid of pain and you don't have to live with it. I think being proactive is is a good thing to do because it's going to make it easier for your body yeah. in the long run. Your body is having problems and, and, and expressing pain for a reason. So yeah. uh, it's helped me out tremendously. And uh, not that I don't want to come see you guys anytime soon, but <laughs> I, hopefully, hopefully I'm going to be all right here for a while. So we hope that too. Sounds okay. good. All right. Well, thanks so much. Enjoyed meeting you guys and talking with you. Thank you. Thanks, Ken. Goodbye. Bye. We want to thank all of you for taking the time to listen to today's podcast. Please be sure and subscribe to the local St. Charles podcast in your podcast software. We'd love for you to rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. And please don't forget to visit localstcharles.com for more episodes, information on local businesses, free resources, and a link to set up a free consultation with the host of this podcast. Thanks again and stay tuned. Ken Tucker here from Change Cape Web. Chances are your customers are texting. They do it every day, several times per day. Text message marketing allows your business to meet your customers where they are already spending time. And text messages get better open and engagement rates than email or social media. We have a terrific text message marketing system for brick and mortar businesses. Text the word, text me more, that's all one word, to 636-428-3855 to see how this could work for your business or visit localleads.me forward slash text and click on the blue, see the power of text message marketing button in the lower right corner, then enter your phone number.